0: To another episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig, it is a uh, gloomy, uh, rainy, warm, m- warm Halloween Monday morning. Welcome to you, Craig, and welcome back to you, Brandon, and everybody else who might be listening right now. Yeah, we are glad that you're here with us. Uh, whenever you're listening, whether it's this afternoon for some of you, Kevin and Randy, um, or whether think, it's later uh, some in people the week. are listening like tomorrow, and when I, I've to- mm-hmm. uh, people have told me that they listen to it like on their drive to
1: work. The following day or the following day. So my mom and dad were up this past weekend. I saw them and I saw uh, uh, Willie and Loretta. Willie and
0: Loretta. And, um, <laughs> so they knew they were traveling. So they uh-huh. kind of banked some podcasts. Did they? They listened to like, I think four of them on the way up. Oh my. And they... I don't know if they finished the rest of them oh on the my. way back or what, but they were probably fed up with that. Oh no, they were like, you guys, my mom was like, you, you two make me laugh so hard. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, um, speaking
1: of, you know, the bank, something happened yesterday that you didn't make any, no, you, you didn't make any notation about it when it happened. I mm-hmm. never, I, you I never said a, anything to me. I took a mental image. Okay. But yesterday I was three minutes and 34 seconds under
0: time. I made a deposit into the bank, into the time bank. Mm-hmm. And you did. And and I was going, I was actually just saving it for the podcast. I was going to give you Uh praise on here and tell you well done. First of all, for a very true biblical, uh, well put together message, but well done for doing it under time. (laughs) And, uh, you did deposit in the bank. Um the problem is 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 I don't know if your balance is still back up. I, I, oh, I, I think, think you're I still think in the red.
1: I don't know about that. I um I did run over almost seven minutes one time. Uh yeah. So I got a little just a yeah. couple weeks ago.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I took a it's, mental picture of that one. Yeah. Too. The
1: second service I wasn't as under. I was like no. twelve seconds or something. But, I, don't but there. There. It, I don't know what okay. happened there. I don't know what happened there. That's all right. So but it got shut down just before I saw it stop like at twelve or something like that. So I'm like, how did I go from three thirty four down to twelve seconds? I'm yeah. like
0: that's, that's quite a bit. That's account. a lot of ad-libbing. That is a lot of ad-libbing. <laughs> the Holy Spirit was, was heavily So upon yeah, you. so there
1: we were. If you were in the first service, you got, you, we, we were under
0: the time that I'm, that I was allotted. And we were under time. Thing. Like when I dismissed, we were under an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. Clint wasn't there in the first service and he usually, if he's there in the first service, he sits beside me. And I so bad wish he was there because then, you know, then you were talking, um, after the sermon, you were leading into communion and praying. I went to lean over and be like, "He's making up for my time." Is
0: what exactly? He's doing. <laughs> I, dude, I had three minutes and thirty-four seconds. That's uh, yeah. That's as a worship leader, that's what y'all think, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I should have said, "Hey, we're going to sing another song."
1: Oh my! <laughs> just as long as not hill It couldn't have been hill like Nineteen verses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just repeat everything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Twenty bridges. Oh man! So how's it? How how's um how's the uh, how was the week? Uh, I know you um weekend. I met you. I know your parents came in. Mm-hmm. I know you and your dad um
0: went um hunting. Like mm-hmm. um did you dress like Elmer Fudd? I did. I, I have one of those big old hats, and I I walk like that when I go through the woods. You know how he, he trudges. You, wascally, yeah. you <laughs> wascally You wascally <vomit. laughs> A bit. yeah so you, you you and your dad went hunting but uh, you didn't get anything right we didn't we had right. a um yeah fun experience we saw about 20 deer over the two days that we were out we were out two mornings you're actually supposed to shoot them right well they okay. weren't close enough okay. we Thank actually you. had a, a, um, a group coming toward us on saturday morning and then all of a sudden we we did have a, a young buck right in front of us and then all of a sudden he takes off, and the other deer take off, and I'm like, "What? Where are they going? Our wind wasn't blowing toward him. I knew we were good there." And then I see him. two dogs, oh, great. come running through the woods, chasing the deer, oh my, away. I was so mad. So there, go, there goes your there goes your deer. There went the deer, right? And right. we did see one more little spike buck, but. Yeah, uh, it was it was frustrating, but we came down and and then we went to um Jordan's robotics competition and got to watch that for a little mm-hmm, bit. So mm-hmm. that was good.
1: That's good. So a lot it was a busy weekend. I know your mom and dad kind of did like a big turnaround trip mm-hmm. and um they left after the first service, so it was good uh, good to see them and yep. I think they're coming back. He said in a couple of weeks or
0: they'll something like that. They'll be back in a couple weeks mm-hmm, and they'll be here mm-hmm. a little longer this time. So, yeah. 5 days. Something like that he Are they you? coming for Thanksgiving Is that what they're doing And then or? they're coming back again For Thanksgiving No way As long as I mean if he were to If he were to tag out When they come back in two weeks They probably won't come Thanksgiving
1: Did you Do, do you remember It was a few I don't remember if it was last fall Or when it was But do you remember They were here like Five out of six Sundays At yes. one point yeah, I, 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 was actually starting to press them for membership. So, you know, if you guys want oh, membership in and, you
0: know, get, get involved. <laughs> they watch on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, I know they do. <laughs> yeah, they would, uh, they would move up here, I think, if, if they could. That'd be good. Probably be, probably be soon. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'm always game to have Willie move up here, and, right? Yeah, you know, I have him
1: lead worship. Yeah, exactly. i have come in a stream. We room did speak Deer Dutchman the um, when they w- w- with your dad. On I said, hey, um, you know, I saw you guys went to the Dirt Dutchman. He's like, yeah, and he's like, next time we come up, we'll we'll go to the Deer Dutchman. I said, hopefully for breakfast. He went, I might be deer hunting.
0: I said, well, we can go for breakfast, and you can meet us down then, then for lunch. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, we did go. Um, we would have called you, but I knew it was uh, pushing your bedtime seven. Is that what you are saying? Was it seven o'clock? It was seven o'clock. Who eats dinner at seven o'clock at night? We um Allie and I had to help set up for the Vex competition, mm-hmm. so we we had no choice. They could have went without us. What time
1: did you actually eat? How you did send me a picture? It of was chicken, and it was after seven. Yeah, and it did you go then to help them set up, or was it before? It was before. Okay. So we set
0: up. um So after and, you
1: ate, did you go home and just kick your feet up and go and fall asleep? Because that is some good old comfort
0: food. Yeah, we right went there. home, watched a little baseball. Go Astros! Go Phillies! Astros tied up one to one. Game three tonight. Um, All right, Sue. Everybody knows. Just who we're pull for the for. Astros, and we're, we'll let this go. A- and we're off of baseball. So, well, but yeah, no, it was a good weekend. I, I thought yesterday was was a really good day. Our attendance was was back up again, up. and um, it felt you know it, it it felt fuller. And but more than that, the atmosphere I thought was good. Pretty good. Um, just the uh, the way people were singing. I um, did sing, well, it's hard not to sing The Great I Am. Right. Well, at second service, saying, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, I backed off. The, Jocelyn and I both backed off the microphones. It was like, at, well, I, I came in after that in the second oh, service because I got, I got um, caught in the hallway talking. Yeah, it was so. awesome. It, and that's, for me, like, there's no greater joy than just to, to hear... Um, just the congregation engulfed in worship. Right. Right. It's like, you don't need to hear me. Like, God loves that. I think we could
1: sing The Great I Am for 30 minutes and people would never get tired of that. they just mm-hmm. keep on singing that thing. And, um, but that was, that was good. Yeah. And I thought the first service, um, the first couple of songs up to The Great I Am, they, they, yeah. they sing very well. Yeah. And clapped um, at the end of Everywhere I Go mm-hmm. and. That's a good, that was a good, uh, that was a good song to kind of get kicked off, mm-hmm. uh, the morning. I think that kind of set the tone a little bit for, for that. And, um, I've noticed over the last couple of weeks, you know, at one point we were kind of not dits in the first service, but the first service and the second service have seemed to change personalities. Now the it's first crazy. service is more engaged and the second one's kind of like, um, we're so tired, but we're here. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they keep us on
1: our toes yeah they do but I think they do it on purpose i think that i think they have a meeting somewhere and plot and plan that sometime okay now this month you guys go for it right and this month we'll go for it Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> crazy stuff exactly but. but uh hey we got um tonight
0: is halloween, halloween. Trunk, or treat. trunk or treat and that's five to what seven five to seven okay and that's going to be in the richwood marketing parking mm-hmm. lot right across from the post mm-hmm. office perfect So, it should be a good evening. Should be a good evening. And um, I don't know if it's supposed to rain. It looks like the sun is starting to come out. The rain is supposed to stop sometime this morning. Okay. And, um, I mean, there's a slight chance of rain all day, but it doesn't pick back up like um, over 40% until like 8 p.m. tonight. That's good. So, I think we'll be in the clear.
1: And did you see the the temperatures this week? I mean, we're in the 70s, bro. Uh. We're in the 70s. This is perfect, perfect, perfect
0: weather. Like, dude, I am so happy. I went, I went set a tree stand last night. Okay. And, and then I was pushing it because we went to town, you know, we, we had to stay around here a little later cause we had that congregational meeting. And, um, and so by the time we got to town, we ate lunch, had to run in Walmart because we had to get 20 cucumbers because that's about all Kennedy eats on her lunch. Not really all, but she eats, she takes a half to a whole cucumber every day <laughs> on her lunch. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I had to run in Walmart, get a few things there. Got home, got in the shower, got dressed, got my stuff, got back to where – and thankfully where I'm hunting um, last night was like a two-minute drive down my road. I got halfway back to the tree stand, and I'm like, "Uh, I forgot my safety harness. And I do not climb in a tree without a safety harness because I've heard too many stories of people dying or getting severely injured falling out of a tree. Really? And every year. And there's always incidents. And so – um I ran back, got my safety harness, and I'm just sweating because the temperature is like pushing it, seventy degrees. It was pushing seventy, and yeah. and then it started raining, and like so. that, Honestly, yeah, yeah, that felt good. It, yeah, we um
1: yesterday afternoon we took off and went to hiking, and um, oh yeah, it was, I hiked too. It, yeah, it was really nice. And uh, no lie, when we were going there, it was starting to rain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, let's just do it anyway. Let's just, whatever. And um, but when we got there. It equipped, but so literally we're walking back to my truck and it just let down. I'm yeah. like, we made it just in time. Yep. I mean, literally made it just in time. And, uh, but yeah. it was, it was a beautiful day. It's supposed to be really nice, uh, the rest of the week. I mean, I thought I saw 74 or five on Thursday. Yeah. You know what? I hope it does this all the way through Christmas. How awesome would that be? Bah humbug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll be singing. Oh man! <laughs> all right, you know tomorrow is November first. It is, and that means we're already in the month of Thanksgiving. I mean, we're so, going to be getting into the holiday, what they term "quote" the holiday season. So tomorrow will be, you know,
0: just hear those sleigh bells ringing. Is that when all the Christmas music
1: starts for me? Well, I think XM Radio starts it too. Like, I think it does. Should start like it's like. Three weeks before, well, we we're almost three weeks before Thanksgiving. So, um, yep. but we're getting ready to do that, but so we are literally, what
0: are we? Um, we, <laughs> we're 55 days from Christmas. Mm-hmm. Less <laughs> uh-huh. than two months. Less than two months. 50- oh, my, my daughter has a countdown going. Jordan, she has a countdown going. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you know almost
1: 55 days ago, it was the fair service. That's crazy. Right. And that seems like it was like two weeks ago. Exactly. So <laughs> guess what? We're gonna be, (laughs) we're gonna be in that Christmas
0: series before we can even turn around. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? But that hurts my head because I have so much to do with this coming series that like, I've gotta wrap my head around that first before we can move to the Christmas series. But it'll happen We are going to be highlighting Just so everybody um, listening knows If you are an RCC peep Well, we're
1: starting a sermon series Sunday call Back to the Basics basics. It's everything really about church And the building blocks of that And um, So anyway, go for
0: it Yeah, and so each week We're going to highlight ministries And some of the ministries we have here at RCC um, they're going to range from like children's ministry to the connections cafe. I think maybe student ministry a little bit, worship ministry. Yeah. Um, and and we're just going to be scratching the surface. Truly, yeah. there. That's what everyone has to understand is there are so many other ministries, so many other ways to serve. But um, you know, we we truly believe that serving is a big part of um, you know of our our Christian lifestyle. It is part of that right. building blocks, and that's going to be what we are talking about this coming Sunday is serving. And so we're going to highlight some ministries and and talk about different. Serving opportunities within those ministries, and so um, looking forward to that. We're going to have some videos highlighting those. We've already got the one for this coming week done, and looking forward to that. It's going to be it's going to be good. And uh, when you come this Sunday, guess what? Um, you get a free you get a free keychain. That's key, right, Lego. I, my mind went somewhere else, but yes, you get a free yes. Lego keychain because that will remind you that you know we're going to go back to the basics and we're going to be talking about the building blocks of a Christian life. Exactly the building uh, and um, and what we need to be doing um, as a church. And um,
1: a lot of times, what we think we need to be doing as a church is not what we actually Absolutely. should be doing as a church. Absolutely. Because um, no matter how many times I say it's not about your preferences and your traditions and your likes and your dislikes, I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody here gets that. No one. Because everybody just still does their thing. Yeah. And I it's like the most frustrating thing in the world to me. I kind of feel like Jeremiah. Nobody listens to one darn thing I say. And so it's frustrating. I'll be honest with you. It irritates the socks mm-hmm. off of me. And I sometimes I, I think I could get up and be like Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, hey, good to see you guys. The weather. How about this weather? Wah, 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 wah. Let's yep. stand up and pray. That would be as just as effective because how many times have I talked about your feelings, your emotions, your likes, your dislikes, your traditions, but yet everybody just still does they what still they want to, want to do. What they so do. So I know exactly when Jeremiah was depressed, when Jeremiah
0: was um down, when they call him mm-hmm. the weeping prophet, I understand it 100%. Like a combination of Jeremiah and Moses. Exactly. It's like moses Jeremiah Moses. Moses, because, you know, you come off the mountain and, you know, you've been with God and then the people are, you know, building a golden calf. And yeah, I'll say something like, on a Sunday and here's something on a Tuesday
1: or Wednesday. I literally, I will shake my head. Right. And I'll be like, God, I have no idea why you have me here and why you have me doing what I'm doing. Now, one person listens yeah. to one thing. I,
0: I, I, it's like I'm it, it, I, 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 I I'm, I'm stupefied. And I, and I know we joke about it, but you know, I'm no for longer everybody joking about it. Right? Exactly. It's, it's honestly sad. It's very sad um, because the truth is, is that we are called to, and we've talked about it so much in James. Know the word and do the, do word. the word. I think people know the word. Here is what I believe. But I, believe I believe. I believe when you and go doing. on
1: your feelings and emotion, you cling to that. You truly do not trust God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No matter what you say, your actions speak louder. 100% agree than what you are doing. So, but anyway, we're going to do this series, and I hope everybody listens. But um, can I just be honest? <laughs> Sometimes I have my my druthers about that. Cause exactly. I don't know if everybody's, I, I think everybody just does what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but my prayer always is this God, if there's one person out there that to help change the world that they're in, just, just do that. And yep. uh, so I do trust in God. Yep. Absolutely. I know God does, God will take, you know, it always says that his word never returns void. And so I believe that with all my heart, soul, and yep. mind. And I just, uh, man, I, I just, I, I see what RCC. Can Indeed. and should be. I agree. And yeah. I see where we're at, and we're not anywhere where we should be. Mm-hmm. And so uh I just keep praying, God, move in these people. God, move through these people. Sweep through their hearts. Let them step out on faith like they've never stepped out. Stop letting them play it safe and comfortable. Yep. And let's just move, and let's go where you want us to go. Because if not, we're going to be sitting here 20 years from now with the same identical church. Yep. Except I won't be here because right. I'll be 20 years older and 77 and... I am not going to be doing this at 77, right? <laughs> I'm not John MacArthur. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking forward to the series because I think that, um, I, I just, I'm really hoping and praying that God will open up some doors because yeah. we're going to talk, um, you know, talk about, you know, what the first message is on, um, serving. serving. You know, we're going to talk, a little, um, about, um, you know, generosity and giving and leadership and uh, uh, some other things. Um, yep. but we've only got four weeks. So, we all know how this fast is, four weeks right, goes. Exactly. I mean, it's like this is almost like a skip and a hop. I mean, we're going to turn around
0: twice and we're going to be singing, um, you know, um, "O Holy Night." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and that may honestly, just kind of listening to you there, this may be something we revisit in like the spring and yeah, go right. back to the basics part two or something. Yeah, we could do that because there's so many other, you know, areas that we really probably should hit. Exactly. That we just don't have time. To hit this time exactly one hundred percent, but it's uh, going to be good. I am yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking, looking forward, forward to, it. to it. And my prayer every week, and it's um, time change weekend, time change weekend. I was going to say we go back to the basics and we go back, back an hour, one hour. So, but yeah, my prayer every week is that you know the Holy Spirit will just move. It's, yeah. it's very similar to yours that the Holy Spirit exactly. will move in hearts and, um, exactly. and just you know allow people to to get it, mm-hmm. including myself. You know that that's my prayer oh, yeah. for me too. Is God speak to me, yep. and if there are things in my life that I need to change. Exactly. Make me aware of that and convict me to where I do.
1: Exactly. 100%. But uh, yesterday uh um you know was appreciated everybody's attitudes about uh the topic and uh because it's just not an easy topic and I I really um I I really kind of be honest with you I didn't really want to do this but it's something that God lays on my heart and I don't know why he does this because, honestly, I don't look for this to do this. This is not what I want to do. I'd rather talk about other things. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, but it was, you know, the basically the sermon dealt with some of the uh, the arguments that the gay Christian community have to say mm-hmm. that we can, you know, the Bible supports or, you you know, doesn't say anything about homosexuality. And uh, so there's a lot of opinions today about that, and there's also a lot of opinions in the – in the Christian church because mm-hmm. what happens now is we have people in our churches where they have aunts and uncles or moms or dads or sons or daughters or uh, grandchildren who have come out to say that they're uh, they're gay and so now what do I do right. you know do I Yes, keep loving them. But, you know, if they came out and said that they were um if they were married and they were having an affair with somebody, are you going to let that go? I right, mean, right. it's like parents who their kids grow up in church, but then they let their kids live together and let them bring their boyfriend or girlfriend back and sleep in the same room and they're married. And these are Christian parents. Right. Where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. I mean, where's your te- your teaching should never stop. Right. Are you still trying? Are, are you thinking they're not going to like you? Here's the thing, parents. They need you worse than they you, than you need them. Right? They need you. They need you as their parent. Absolutely. They don't know that sometimes, but they do. Trust me, they do. I've lived long enough to make that call. They need you. Right. So you have to make the tough decisions sometimes. And I think where we get into all the opinions now in the church is that you know where everybody seems to be affected by this because you run the clock back. Let's just say even prior uh, two thousand eight, two thousand seven. I never saw so many opinions in the church on on right. abortion and homosexuality. You could pretty much guarantee that about ninety nine percent of the Christian community was going to all land on the same side. I can't say that now. I I, I wonder if even seventy percent would land on on the same side. You, right. you just don't know how people are going to land. Anymore. And that
0: word is is the problem. Right. Opinion. Yeah. Um. You know, we we can't have opinions. We have to go off of. Of God's truth and the other thing that you said there That really sticks out to me I've been thinking a lot About is you know You said we are still called to love them Absolutely All right the problem is Is we've taken the world's definition Of love and not God's Definition of love because You think the world's definition is You you tolerate me is acceptance and acceptance Exactly and, and God's definition is Is not that it is Hey you know it, again like you said You know if you're if you're you know, having an affair on your wife, you know, you're not going to accept that. No. You're not going to be loving toward that. You're going to be no. condemning of that. Right. And, you know, God's definition of love, you know, he sent Jesus Christ to to why? For God so loved the world
1: that he sent his only son to die on the cross yeah. for your sin. That's love. Yeah. So you've got to repent of your sin. You've got to confess that you're, you're a sinner. So there, exactly. there is there is a responsibility mm-hmm. in 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 that love yep. that you do. I want to start off the the day um it's first john 2 15 and 16 what's dark in here i can't read this it says do not love this world nor the things it offers you for when you love the world you do not have the love of the father in you for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure a craving for everything that we see this is what gets me right here here we go right the pride in our achievements in our possessions god does not like pride folks these are not from the father but they are from the world Yes, I mean it is calling out the world right there. These verses that I read in the Bible now, when I read them thirty years ago, you're like, okay, these are great, but it almost seems like they were written within the last year, right? I mean, they have right. so apply um, for us today. Yeah. And I and I talked about you know Christians who are, you know, some of the Christian celebrities who now support. Um, And honestly, you just scratched the surface Oh, yeah, I I mean, mean, there's a
0: list a mile long now, which is sad Oh, yeah, I mean, I could have stood up there all day Because these people, you know, like you mentioned um, You mentioned, you know, what, two artists One who is um, a lesbian And and one who should know better And who has written songs, um, you know, that are based on God's truth but now he has and that's John Foreman right. from Switchfoot um he has been influenced by the world he's been mm-hmm. influenced because he doesn't want let's just be honest he doesn't want to tarnish his reputation because he's getting money right from all these supporters exactly when he sells songs and he sells music and all of this exactly. stuff and you know again that list is a mile long when it comes mm-hmm. to christians who mm-hmm. have caved mm-hmm. um in this you could have added Lauren Daigle into mm-hmm. that um Amy Grant Amy Grant into that and, and many, many more. You know, the, like I said, the list is a mile long. And the, the sad thing is, is these people have followers who are, are Christians who are being hoodwinked by Satan's message through them. Right. right. And that's, that to me is what breaks my heart is that there are people who should know better if right. they read their Bible. And that's what you said yesterday. You know, read right. your Bible, know your Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, there are Christians who should know better, right. but they're, they're like, oh, well, I love that band and they're saying this. Well, maybe that's true. Right.
1: And there you have it. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, we don't want to give up anything. It's like, um, we don't want to give up our Disney. We don't give up our Netflix. We don't want to give up this. We don't want to give up that. We don't want to give up giving, you know, shopping in this place or, or whatever. But, um, you know, um, and, and I know that there's all things affected. I mean, cause I, I know how that works, but we right. are right. so in your face. Mm-hmm it should be an easy decision. Yep. You understand I me? Mean? Like Starbucks is in your face as a Christian going against you. You know what? I say phooey on Starbucks, I would I would stop drinking coffee if that
0: was the last it, coffee on the planet. Plus it's
1: terrible coffee. It's not Can good I can't say that. But and anyway. and
0: what about eight I, you and I probably quit drinking Starbucks about the same time. We didn't know each other then. Um but when their CEO came out and said this is our stance on same-sex marriage right. or union or whatever, and then he follows that statement up by saying, "And if you don't agree with our stance, we don't want your business." I was like, huh, "Okay, guess what? I haven't had Starbucks." You no. know, it, and, like I know you said, and I know, and I and I've known people who did the
1: same thing, but now they go back, right? So I mean, okay, so you you took off for three weeks, big exactly. big looky hairy exactly. deal, you know? I mean, it's just whatever. Yeah. Like so. you said,
0: same thing with Disney, you know when. You know when they started, you know, becoming woke, and, and they've it's been that way probably for a longer time than a long would like to admit. A long time. Um, but you know, we we had Disney Plus. I actually still have access to it because I paid for it for the year. But we've canceled it. We deleted it from all of our, all of our devices. Disney's like the Matrix. Oh, you ever gosh. seen the movie The Matrix? Yes. They're, they're
1: what they're they're showing you what you want to see, uh-huh. but there's all this filth going on behind the scenes. Right. Um, it's not good. It, it, it's not it, good. absolutely not good. Um, but anyway, I, I, what I said yesterday, this is an important point. Now, this is a gospel issue. This is totally a gospel issue because this has to deal with what God sent Jesus to die on the cross for uh, for our sins. Um, brought up a guy by the name of Matthew Vines, who's one of this, mm-hmm. one of the big proponents here in the gay Christian movement, and he's been asked to speak on numerous um, things and. Um, You know, he's been praised, of course, by the world and praised by the New York Times and and all those things. But, um, but many Christians, I think, are now, you know, accepting the homosexual movement as like, almost like a right, almost like this is a, um, you know, this is a part of who you are. We just have to accept that. Why did that change so rapidly? How how did that change like that? People, I mean, people should, (laughs) It staggers my mind. Right. So I read a verse uh, that I've read quite a few times over the last three years. It's Isaiah 5, verses 20 and 21. It Mm -hmm. says, what sorrow for those that say evil is good and good is evil and that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. And that's what I see when I look at the world. They think themselves so stinking clever, but they're not. Right.
0: They're not man that that quote by Matthew Vines that you read, oh, Lord, absolutely is appalling um, for someone who claims to be a Christian, right mm-hmm. claims to be a Christian. He said, no one in the Bible knew what we know today, and those prohibitions in the scripture cannot be made relevant for today's world he, like like I like really, first of all, the Bible was inspired by God. And that's the problem because I don't think they believe that. Right. And so, God, who knows everything, who knows how many hairs are on your head, who knows how many hairs are on my head, who knows the day that we are going to die, well, really didn't know what we know today. Didn't have prohibitions, you know, in the scripture because, you know, they can't be relevant for today's world. No. Exactly. You know, you read from James 1 17 and 18. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. The Mm -hmm. Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. Exactly, and his word is true. His word is true. I sang the song during the countdown, Word is Alive by Casting Crowns. You know, and I love that song because it just reminds us that God's word mm-hmm. is alive and active. It's, you know, we've read that scripture many, many, many times. Right, right. You know, and it, it it does. It's supposed to cut, you know, through the things. Exactly. That it needs to and to separate. Exactly. Um, wow, the sun is coming out. I see out. the sun coming it's out. coming through this.
1: I thought, right. I thought it was just your personality. It's my personality. Yeah. yeah. You know, here's the thing I think we have to admit today, um, and, and I talked about this yesterday, is that... Um, I think we need to realize in, in the day and age that we live in in 2022, because of all the propaganda and all the brainwashing and everything that's going on, there are probably Christians, and even prior to that, people who uh, confess to be, um, you know, that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior are tempted with the same sex attraction. Absolutely. And I, and, and, and some people are like, oh, that's, that's not right. I'm like, no, it's not right, but guess what? Your temptations aren't, it, it's a temptation. Mm-hmm. Now they may never act on it, but it's a temptation. Right. And I've talked to people who Mm -hmm. who are, who are good Christian people and they'll say, I've been tempted, but I've never acted on this by the grace of God. It's never happened. And so we need to just realize and confess that. And here's the problem with the Church of Jesus Christ is we we love to play church and mm-hmm. we love to see what it looks like. We like the ambiance of what we think church is. But when it gets down to the nitty-gritty of people's sins and their deceptions and their addictions and their temptations, we don't want to deal with any of that. So right. when it has come to abortion or homosexuality or people – um who are um, addicted to pornography or, or whatever that is. Right. We don't want to roll our shirt sleeves up. We don't want to get down to the nitty gritty. Right. But that's what the church is called to do. Exactly. We have to get down into the nitty gritty and roll our shirt sleeves up. Forget about what you think church should look like or be like because you're letting the whole world go by. People are dying and going to hell because you think it should be a certain way. When in actuality, people are struggling, they're sinners, and they need Jesus Christ. Right. That's our job. Right. And so let's confess right now that all of us have temptations. Every single person's a sinner. Mm -hmm. All of us have some stuff that is just not good. If we could peel our hearts back and look at every single person, I think you would be shocked Mm -hmm. of what you'd see. Now, I wouldn't be shocked because I know it's in... My heart—it's not good. You would be shocked. What probably is in mine,
0: but I don't uh, know. I maybe not. Maybe not. But um, yeah. But maybe. And that's and that's. This is honestly where the rubber meets the road. You know, we'll take a line from one of our other sermon series. This is where the rubber meets the road. We're not singling out homosexuality and saying, "Oh my gosh, that's so appalling." We're just saying, you know, hey, that is a sin. Right. And you mentioned pornography. You've mentioned adultery. Here's the truth. We may be tempted in any of those areas, mm-hmm. and and list of a million other areas. There's the difference here is being tempted and working through your sin, or put shoe on the other foot, living in sin and giving and, in to a, and giving into it, and and saying, you know what, God accepts me, God loves me, whether it's homosexuality, pornography, you know, any other addiction. Uh, adultery, m- you know, murder, whatever, right, right. you know, and, and so we, that's where the rubber meets the road of saying, you know what? Yes, I, I, I struggle with that, but I've got to fight against that right. every single day, Right. you know, and if you're fighting against that and you're reading God's word and you, you know, you're striving to kick that, that's one thing, but to, to live in sin, to say that, well, God accepts me for who I am. God, and you mentioned this yesterday, people have said, well, God made me this way. Right. We would never use that argument for someone who's a murderer. No. Well, God made them that way. No. Or someone who is living in a – well, God made them that way. No, that's wrong. So why would we allow that excuse – that's all it is. Why would we allow that excuse to be used for someone who is living the homosexual lifestyle? Well, God made them that way. No, he didn't. Uh, and
1: what you just said is an excuse. Uh, we're excusing ourselves. Right. You know, um, God knows me. God knows my heart. Yeah, he does know your heart. Exactly. Guess what? It's a sinful heart. Mm-hmm. It's a deceitful heart. It's, it's brutal. It's rugged. You have to make it right before God. You've got to come through Jesus Christ to get to him. And, right. And not only do you have to do that, guess what? I have to do that and you have to do that. Everybody yep. has to do that. And I have to do it constantly. I have constantly working out my salvation. I'm constantly saying, yep. God, you know my heart, but also, here, I confess this sin to yeah. you. And so we all have to do that. It's kind of like uh, yesterday I said, you know, me as a man, if, and I start to lust. Or do I give mm-hmm. into that lust? And when I give into that lust, do I ask that you embrace it? Do I ask that uh, the church embrace it and give me a free pass for that? No, 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 no. All of us have to go through the same thing. And we come with all of our guilt and our shame and our sins and our temptations. And we're just like, God, you know, I know these aren't right in my life. And I'm going to ask you that you forgive me of my sins. And we
0: go to God. Right. But there's a confession of sin. And that's the thing. Jesus didn't come to the cross so that we can continue to sin. Paul talked about that. Right. Jesus came so we can repent. Exactly. So that we can turn from that sin and turn to God. You know, and, and you're absolutely right. You know, Romans 3, 23 and 24. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet, God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Jesus, through Christ Jesus, when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. But the truth is, is we have to accept mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that freedom. We we don't just automatically get it. It, mm-hmm, it does, mm-hmm. you know, it does come at a cost. Mm -hmm. And that means we have to fight against our sinful nature. We have to fight against those temptations. Mm -hmm. Your temptations are going to be one thing. My temptations Mm -hmm. are going to be something else. Someone else's temptations are going to be different, but we have to fight against those Mm -hmm. and we have to repent. We have to acknowledge that, hey, this Mm -hmm. is a a temptation in my life. This is a sin in my life. And I have to turn from that. I have to repent of that. Mm I have to be, I love, you know, I love that image of restoration. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not one that's handy when it comes to vehicles or anything, but, you know, I love seeing people take an old car and restore it, mm-hmm. and bring it back mm-hmm. to life to its you know mm-hmm. former glory, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe mm-hmm. even paint it an, a different color or or whatnot, or maybe a motorcycle where they will restore an old motorcycle, that's what God does to us. Mm-hmm. He takes something that's kind of broken down and not working right, and he restores us. He makes us new right. again, not so that we can continue to live in sin, but so that we can be a new creation, so mm-hmm. we can be a new person. and And that's where we have to draw the line. It's like, you know, it doesn't, like I said, homosexuality you know, mm-hmm. abortion, you know, you, whatever, whatever it is, yeah, whatever. whatever sin, whatever temptation it is. How about John MacArthur's quote? That's good.
1: <laughs> he's like professing Christians who embrace and practice homosexual behavior are in serious rebellion against God and what he has revealed in his word concerning human sexuality. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's, you know, he's 100% correct on, on that one because, um, there are Christians who claim Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they and they go to church. But when they accept this behavior or any other, basically what they're saying is, I refuse to accept biblical authority on my life in defining what's right and wrong with my desires, my behaviors, and my actions. So you're giving yourself a free pass. You're you, you have become your own god, basically, when when you do that, because um, you know. Right now, I think we have a lot of so-called Christians who. Um, Are demanding that the church adapt to this lifestyle, right? And they think that you know you already mentioned it that God made me this way, or I was I was born this way, Mm -hmm. and you need to deal with it. And I'm telling you, this is one of the most divisive things on the planet, um, because it is driving a wedge between people uh, of God, and it's driving a wedge um, in the church. Now, Matthew Vines i have talked about and you brought him up too. Um, him and his new group of followers say there are six passages in the Bible, six, six scriptures mm-hmm. that um, have to deal with homosexuality and they're just very minor. So we kind of should, we should, we should let that go. And, um, but um, you know, you need to understand that this movement, the gay Christian movement is really against what God has already called sin and mm-hmm. what already exactly. God says is right and wrong. And those in Basically, in this movement, gay Christian movement, are saying you know there's only six verses that address homosexuality, and basically what they're saying is that you guys are out of date, you you have no idea what you're doing, you're you're on the wrong side of history, you guys are old timers, you need to get to the program because there's only six verses out of thirty four thousand verses in the Bible that deal with homosexuality. Right? What's your issue? What's your problem? And so, yesterday I said I just hope and pray that people won't get sidetracked by Mm -hmm. that. But I did say if something's mentioned six times in the Bible, it's there for a reason it's for a reason. reason. And it's not mentioned just in a vacuum. It's it's mentioned there for, for a reason. And this is the, this is the thing I really wanted to stress yesterday from from Genesis to Revelation, every single statement, every single passage, every single reference about the subject of marriage, God's creatorship, the authorship of life, mankind, male and female is all heterosexuality, right? Nothing positive and nothing affirming in the Bible is said about
0: homosexuality.
1: It, nothing.
0: And can we just say the word pride? Well, that's true too. Whenever the word pride is mentioned, it's not a good thing. Not at all.
1: And one of their big arguments is they'll say that Jesus never addressed homosexuality. He never mentioned
0: it. He's right. Said, so you're getting bent out of shape over and, and what ha- something that Jesus never mentioned yeah. one time. And, and in what the Bible. you said is is what happens is when someone brings that up to a Christian, they're arguing with with a Christian, and they're like, "Well, Jesus never mentioned it." Christians like, they, oh. they backpedal because they they're not sure on their scripture. They don't know their Bible, and they're like, "Oh, oh, well, I will have to look into that. I have, have to check that out." Yeah. And then they don't they don't address it. But Jesus did talk about it, mm-hmm. Matthew 5 and Matthew
1: 19. And Jesus actually referred to it actually more than that, to be honest with you. Right, We're going to be right. Playing.
0: And so the six scriptures that
1: they exactly. say has turned into more exactly. where it is addressed. Because Jesus literally talks about marriage mm-hmm. and um so in matthew 19 verses 4 through 6 he says haven't you read the scriptures and i love this it's like he's questioning you haven't you not read the scriptures right. on this they record that from the beginning that god made them male and female and he said this explains why a man leaves his father and his mother and is joined with his wife and the two are united as one because and since they are no longer two but one let no one split apart what god has joined together so we have to understand something Jesus' understanding of marriage is from the teachings in Genesis chapter 2. Right. So Jesus is basing everything back to the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. way back Mm -hmm. in Genesis, and he is talking about what marriage is and what it should be. The the foundation of what God set into motion. And that's between a man Mm -hmm. and a woman. Not a man and a man, not a woman and a man, not a man who thinks he's a woman and a woman who thinks he's a man. It is legitimately your male And you are female. And so Jesus' understanding of marriage is
0: rooted in Genesis chapter two, verses 22 through 24. Yep. Let me read that. Sure. Go ahead. Says, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone of my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. And so that's Jesus that's what Jesus is talking about. Jesus in Matthew 5 and
1: 19, he's talking about what is yeah. taking place in Genesis chapter 2 and basically it's for procreation and sanctification mm-hmm. and Jesus is basically um and then he says what God has joined together let no uh, man split apart. So Jesus is basically saying God is the author of marriage, not man. Yeah. God is so nobody can take apart what God has already, you know, put together. So in other words, God defines marriage, not me, not you, not man, right. not Matthew Vines, not the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. not the White House, nobody. God is the author of marriage.
0: Right. What about Vadi? This, this quote is great. What about Vady? Vady said, no man or government has the right to introduce the concept of same-sex marriage because that no, is no longer a marriage. It's another thing and it goes and it totally goes against what God created in Genesis chapter two. I love that it's yeah. not no longer a marriage; it's another thing. It, it, it is what it is because on it's that, not what it's, God. No, God set is the up.
1: author of marriage, yeah. and um, people don't realize how biblical everything is in the world. Right. Marriage right. is God is a it's, God thing. It's God ordained. Is God ordained? So if you, I really believe, if you read your Bible, you're uh, you'll see that God has designed what marriage is supposed to be mm-hmm. between between a man and, and a woman. And I, I said this yesterday, I didn't want to get into this too much because I didn't want to, you know, prolong this, but you know, it's for reproduction too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, right. I, I told everybody yesterday, I don't have to stand up here and go into graphic detail about the reproduction systems of a man and, and a woman. They just go together, you know, a man and a man and a woman, and a woman just don't do that. You cannot do that. Right. And I, you know, I, I almost didn't say that, but I'm like, we're in a day and time. You actually have to say it. Right. Because exactly. people don't get it. They don't understand. They don't they don't get it at all. And um so I really believe with all my heart how you interpret the Bible and what God's word says about homosexuality, it is important because that's foundation for us to understanding the gospel of Jesus Christ because the gospel involves, I believe, an accurate understanding of what sin is. Right. And you have to actually Know that you are a sinner. Mm -hmm. So I read a passage yesterday and I, it was Romans 1. Twenty six, twenty seven, 26, 27, and then I skipped to verse 32. So I don't really usually like to do it like that, but right. I like doing it like right. that yesterday. So, But anyway, I said that's why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other, amended shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die. That's brutal, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Could this not be today? I was going to say we can see that times have not changed. No. And um so, again, I stress this is a gospel issue. It is. It is 100% a gospel issue, and when you listen to the culture and this new group of gay Christians in this movement and you believe what they're saying, then here's the thing. You can no longer define what sin is. Yeah, You can no longer say this is a sin and this is not a sin, and, and, and I really believe that is the whole point of Satan. That's what Satan is trying to get to do. Here's the thing. He's already got the world. He wants the Christian community. He wants Absolutely. the church of Jesus Christ. So if you as a Christian can't define what sin is, then guess 19? what? Right. Then you have no reason yep. for Jesus Christ. Exactly. And you said you don't need the the cross. You don't need the resurrection. Exactly. And the, you don't need any of that. And the gospel, of Jesus Christ, literally is flushed down yep. the toilet, it is out the window. It is done. So I mean, why does Jesus die on the cross? Right. It's for my sins. Mm-hmm. It's for the sin of so my I can life. Repent,
0: it, so I can be redeemed. Exactly. And restored
1: and made new. And I really think if one of the most flagrant violations of God's law is not included in this, um, then guess what? We can throw out. Your sins. Mm -hmm. I can throw out mine. Right. I can throw out my addictions and my lustful thoughts Mm -hmm. and I can throw out, you know, uh, my gossip and my greed and my pride. And because guess what? If God knows me. And, you know, I was born this way. God God understands me. Why not? Right, and that's the whole point of Satan. Yep, exactly. He, if he yep. can get the church divided and split and disjointed and fractioned, and he's doing that, and he's doing it. I mean, you, yeah, guess what's not going to happen? The gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is not going to be um, proclaimed. So uh, Satan is pulling Christians
0: away from God in this area. Yeah, I love the uh, the verse that you read from First Timothy chapter four verse one it says the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. And that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. That's where we're at. And
1: Sodom and Gomorrah. So I brought Mm -hmm. them up yesterday, and uh, we talked a little bit about that. And um, this verse here. My goodness. Yeah. Genesis 19:4 and 5. Before they retired for the night, all the men of Sodom, young and old, came from all over the city and surrounded the house and they shouted to Lot, "Where are the men who came to spend the night with you? Bring them out so to us so that we can have sex with them." Thank you for joining us on Great, Qu- right? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's where I went into a little bit of the teaching mode yesterday is that this translation says sex, some translation says relations. relations. And so in the Hebrew term for both of these, I I gave the word, it's yada. It's pronounced, it looks like yada, but it's pronounced yada. And it means to to know. And this – and I, I only brought up the one, but if you look through the Bible, it'll say to know. And uh, I brought up the one with Adam where it says t- – where he knows Eve when she brings forth the son. This clearly is a illustration that there was sexual intercourse right. for that to, to happen. So in Sodom, when it says to know or the relations, that is referring through a homosexual mm-hmm. sexual act is right. what they're saying. Now, a huge – argument for the gay christian community is that sodom and gomorrah were not destroyed because of their homosexuality but they were actually destroyed for their other sins that were taking place and I talked a little bit about in ezekiel and i didn't read the passages but you can always go back and, and look at it that sodom and gomorrah were condemned for their lack of hospitality they you know not caring for the poor there were some other things but the thing that people leave out is yes homosexuality and homosexuality right. was included in the list of sins list. that destroyed you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, but here's a verse that they, they, they totally leave out. And it's Leviticus 18, 22. And it says, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Hmm. And I underlined the word abomination and abomination in the Hebrew is called tovai, And it refers to homosexuality and that, and and this term in this verse it which literally translate a disgrace to God. Wow. And um, the new group of Christians, if they would go back, and here's the thing about Matthew Vines, and I think the man's intelligent, so he has to know. Right, he's not stupid. I mean, right. he he would have to he would he would have to be looking back on on these words. So. Um, but uh, this is the thing that I brought up yesterday. How many times have we had to say this? You can't cherry-pick the Bible. Right. You can't cherry-pick the Bible to get – because if mm-hmm. you start cherry-picking the Bible, you can actually work your way around anything. And if you cherry-pick the Bible on homosexuality and you don't deal with Genesis and Leviticus and Romans and Corinthians and what Jesus yep. says in Matthew, you're all right. Yeah, and that's an argument. Right. You know,
0: people say, well, that was the Old Testament. Exactly. Well, and you brought up a great point. You know, everything, Old Testament New Testament, it all points – to Jesus. To one thing. To yeah. one thing.
1: To, one to, G- Jesus. to Jesus Christ. Um, the whole book is about Jesus Christ. Exactly. And, um, you know, you have to believe the Bible from cover to cover. And that was been the whole thing about your inner compass is that you have to believe in the, co- you have to believe the Bible from cover to cover. You got to have your faith in God and you got to follow God and you got to know God. Right. The true God, not your God, not the world's God, the God in the Bible. That's right. the God that you have to, yep. that you have to, uh, that you have to come to. Um, some of these new thinkers, say that jesus abolished some of the old testament laws and
0: um that's that's kind of an absurd (sighs) comment because it is of jesus himself said he did not do that exactly and in
1: matthew 5 verses 17 and 18 jesus says don't misunderstand why i have come i did not come to abolish the law of moses or the writing of the prophets no i came to accomplish their purpose Mm. I tell you the truth until heaven and earth disappear not even one of the smallest details of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved and then Jesus also went on to say in Matthew 5:19 he said so if you ignore the least of the least commandment and teach others to do the same you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. so Jesus is pretty much laying it you know right. laying it down and but here's the thing about this this new group of people these new Christians They'll say you're cherry-picking the Bible. Exactly. They'll say that you're cherry-picking the Bible because you're cherry-picking the Bible on what laws that you're to follow and what laws you are not to follow. And in Hebrews chapter – or not Hebrews, but Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15, it says, He did this by ending the system of the law and its commandments and rights and regulations. He made peace between the Jews and the Gentiles by creating himself one new people from the group – two groups. Yeah. And um, the thing that you have to remember that God gave some of the laws to the Israelite people for mm-hmm. a certain thing, for worship, for their culture, and then there are laws that just have to deal with sin mm-hmm. and us and what Jesus came to do. Right. And that's what Jesus fulfilled. Basically, we don't make sacrifices for our sins anymore because right. Jesus is the sacrifice right. for our sins.
0: And you said you know, if we were to sacrifice a lamb – that would be a blight toward it, Jesus. It that may would be even a, be a sin. sin. I don't it, even exactly. know. I mean, I, because what Jesus? Because Jesus yeah. was the ultimate sacrifice. Exactly. No more was needed. You know, and you talked about, it, and I think maybe you know this. The quote by vadi Bachum. Um, talks about those, those different areas. But you talked about, you know, why don't we, you know, it's in the Old Testament law. It was saying that they couldn't eat shellfish. Well, exactly. You know, how can we do away with that? But we're, we're not going to do away with homosexuality. And that was culturally for them. And you didn't mention this. And again, you were three minutes and 34 seconds under time. But, you know, you, you see in the, the New Testament where was it Peter was on the rooftop? He falls asleep. Mm -hmm. God, you know, gives him the vision of the, um, the, the blanket pretty much that's being brought down with every kind of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. animal on it to mm-hmm. eat clean and unclean for mm-hmm, the Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, and God says, get up and eat. And Peter's like, Oh no, I can't eat those things. And so it raises back up. And I think it happens like three times. Right. And God was telling him, Hey, everything. And I think he even says, everything I've created is, is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that, Shellfish deal was culturally for them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. God so it never goes back on his his you know command against homosexuality. So here's my
1: here's my I never brought this up yesterday because you know like like I said you you got so
0: much time right.
1: The world says that we're legalistic, but they're legalistic when they interpretate the Bible. Right? When they're saying this because but then they they're trying to give themselves a free pass. Exactly. It's like it's it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. There's the, the mindset is so ridiculous. Now, one of the arguments that they bring up is that. The Bible is actually speaking with Sodom and Gomorrah that they're speaking about unhealthy homosexual acts, Hmm. not consensual. if there's such a thing healthy right. homosexual acts because what they're saying is that what basically what they're referring to is that an old rich guy would buy a young white or a young boy as a slave and then have sexual relationships uh, with him right. and so i reread the uh, romans 127 you know the, the men instead of having normal sexual relationships with women burn with lust for each other and now this verse is not about some old rich guy with some young slave this is a mutual desire between two men, and I gave the Greek word for this. And again, I'm not a Greek scholar. It means it's, the, the Greek word is isoleus. Right. It means literally men having sex with men, and it right. it's a mutual thing. Romans one twenty seven. The end of that, men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they that they deserved. Um, yeah. And honestly, if this was one of, if this was something like an older dude with a young slave Boy, then right. why did Paul mention women? Women, yeah. Romans, That's not the same thing.
0: Romans one twenty six, even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. So it's not a, a you know, an older, younger slave nope. deal unhealthy, like you said, that it's all unhealthy.
1: There is nothing positive in the Bible right. about homosexuality. Right. Nothing. First Corinthians six, verse nine. Uh, this is from the NLT. Don't you realize that those who do not who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, who worship idols, who commit adultery, who are male prostitutes, or practice homosexuality. That's the NLT. Mm-hmm. I read from the King James yesterday, just a portion of right. that verse. I wish now I wish I would have done the whole thing. Right. But here's what it says. This is from the King James. It says, nor feminine nor dull ab- abusers of themselves with mankind. Now, the Greek word for effeminate for this verse. Now, you have to realize when they're writing this, there's there's there there's a meaning behind the words that they use. They're right. not just right. using a word. Right. It, there's a meaning behind that. So, the Greek word for effeminate is malakoi, which means passive you're a passive partner in the homosexual act you basically you're soft you're taking on the female role right in in that in that act and here's the thing when you look those words up in the in in the original language you can't get around it right you cannot get around this it literally it blows a hole in, in their argument you cannot get around this and you can't avoid this in scripture and then the king james says um, they go on to say, nor abusers of themselves uh, with mankind. Mm-hmm. That is actually referring to homosexual relationships. Right, that's what they're talking about. Right. So you know we're living in a culture right now where um, they're trying to convince Christians that it's hateful, and I love to call homosexuality a sin. We are. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 disastrous because. You're literally taking the gospel of Jesus Christ away for a people who literally needs the gospel exactly. um, of Jesus Christ. And um, But the Bible makes it clear that homosexuality is a sin. Nothing's affirming mm-hmm. or positive in the Bible um, about that. And I think that we need to be loving. I think we need to right, be kind of God has put you in somebody's life. In for a, a reason. A, yeah. a friend, a relative. I, I don't know who it is. But, man, you've got to give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I'm telling you, this is on you, my mm-hmm. friends you will have to answer for this right i'm telling you god's gonna be like hey i put these four people in your way but you ignored them you were afraid to talk to them you what was up with that talk to me tell me why you did that
0: Mm. what are you gonna say i don't want to be in that position
1: i don't want to be in the position i'm going to be in either so you know i'm sure i got to answer for things and i absolutely but we have to be prepared and, and and be ready but seriously folks if you can think about this in a gospel area it this is a gospel issue yep. Yep. this is about sin this is about Jesus Christ coming to this world he 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 lives a life he lives a perfect life he is a sacrifice for our sins his blood covered me on calvary he went into the tomb and he rose from the dead and he's alive right. today right. this is a gospel issue yep. this is what it's all about i
0: love um i love your response you know when we're faced with that yep. you know conversation and someone's trying to force this down our throat or or, or try to force us to be accepting or loving right. or whatever word they want to use. And, and you um you put this slide up and said what to say. And your response should be, why are you demanding that I deny that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life and Lord of all? And Lord of all. Yeah. And see what happens.
1: Yeah. Just see what happens. I mean, we've got to go in the offense sometimes, folks. Uh-huh. We gotta quit playing defense. We've been playing defense literally since the mid 1970s. And we have what we have because of that. Right. We've been so worried about our carpets and our windows and our traditions and our this and our that. The whole world's dying and going to hell. Yep. It's time to wake up, folks, and mm-hmm. get into the ball game of what we are called to do. Your job is to get into the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: That's it. I don't care about your opinions anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear what you think about what you think. The only opinion that matters is God's. God's, And that's not an opinion, that's
1: truth. Right. That's it. I close with a verse in 1 John 5, 20, and I, um, I really do, um, I really do like this verse. Um, it says, we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. True God said a lot in this verse. Mm -hmm. And now we live in fellowship with the true God. Because he is, he, we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and he is eternal. Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, set your compass on the true God.
0: Exactly, you're never you, going to go you talk, wrong. You know, so, uh, one of the the scriptures you mentioned early on talked about the true word. Exactly. You know, and and so we have to cling to and follow the true God, and he has given us his true word
1: mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a as a
0: guide. Mm-hmm. It's not an option. Not an option and so you know that's really that's really where it's at yep so um here's something
1: disturbing i got like one swallow of coffee left i'm out you're in worse shape i've been out since like 10 minutes in i'm drinking tim hortons this is like my monday morning go-to i'm drinking tim hortons today and you're drinking i'm um, drinking drinking black rifle it is kodiak attack I like the name. Mm-hmm. I like the name. It's good. It's a medium roast. So I got a question to ask you about Black Rifle.
0: Yes. Have they gone woke or they, or what's going on there? You know, I haven't even looked into it, but I have heard that they have gone weak on some of their stances. They're not woke,
1: but they're weak. They're weak. Okay.
0: That surprises me because these it guys are all muscled they're, up. They're all militaryed up. They're, they're all, veterans. Yeah. yeah. I, but it really but I even shocks think, me. I even think they've gone weak on their, their stance on firearms. Like, But I, again, don't quote me. I don't know. I've just... Heard rumors and mumblings, so I don't know. It's everybody. So instead caves, of wearing regular fatigues, they're wearing pink fatigues. I guess when <laughs> it when it comes to businesses, yeah, yeah. who are supposedly Christians, um, they will give up their morals to make sure they keep making their money. It's it's crazy. You can it, quote me on that too. That, that that'd you, be good with my you, bitmoji right? or something. You're gonna you're, you're
1: if you're if you're doing a godly thing. God's gonna take God, care of you. God's gonna get the you. message yep. out. God, God, it's, it's all about God. It's all mm-hmm. about glorifying God. Yep. Right?
0: Absolutely. That's what it's all
1: about. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about our, our image. It's not about my reputation. It's really about glorifying God. Right. And, um, it's just, it's just really, it, for some reason, it just seems to get tougher instead mm-hmm. of easier. I mm-hmm. don't know what that is. Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's the day and time we live in. I, I, I don't really know. But, um, but anyway. I'm going to have to seek some coffee out here in a minute. There's some in the yeah, kitchen. Right. I made some. Kodiak attack. Kodiak attack. Uh, so remember, well, the International Conference on Missions is this week coming mm-hmm. up, and it's November 3 through 5. Uh, this Friday, November 4th, um, RCC is taking a group of people to spend the day and enjoy the conference. They're leaving here at 8 a.m. I believe you got to let the church know by tomorrow. Okay. If you're going or not. So that's make Tuesday. sure that's tomorrow, Tuesday. So if you want to go to this and you haven't, um, you haven't gotten your name in, get a hold of Todd Norquist, um, and get a hold of the church here today or early tomorrow and, and let us know. Also, this is a busy week. Um, you know, we got, Tonight. tonight we got this the international missions conference um, also the new path Pregnancy center resource Galas coming up um, it's Thursday November 3rd and Friday November the 4th mm-hmm. both times are seven to 9 p.m um you know we're about we really support this mission yes. this is awesome yes and, um, you know, they do ever, a great job and sarah smith is like the liaison between us and yes and them so if you want more information or just and you don't want to go but you like to donate money there's a um um uh, you can give to that cause if you're mm-hmm. if you get the email that i send out every wednesday the information's in there yep. you can click that and you can yep. donate and i do to, know to that they them. are
0: maybe you have some time available yeah. on thursday or friday morning um they're looking for help setting up mm-hmm. so you can reach out to Sarah and she can point you in the right direction there too. Perfect. And then we have Women at the Well. Women at the Well. You going? I'm not. I was just asking. No, I'll be home with my kids. Okay. I am just, just asking.
1: Well, Women at the Well is Friday, November 4th. That's this Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going on. There is a lot this going week, on. this yeah. Friday. I mean, we got a lot of competing programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but November 4th at 630, uh, it's an evening of praise and worship. Lynn Norquist and Lydia Norquist quotations would. It's right. going to be le- uh, leading and that's in the fellowship hall. And, uh, if you guys would like to do that it's for girls 13 up to ladies, however you want to do that next Tuesday, not tomorrow, but next Tuesday, you know what, t- you know what that is next night of prayer.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, oh, trying, yeah. I'm trying to, trying to oh, yeah. rack my brain like
1: what would be on a Tuesday night of prayer 6 p.m. And the church sanctuary folks I I got to tell you something if you've never been this is probably my favorite thing we do here uh-huh. at church there is no pressure it is all praying yep. and, and I absolutely love it you come with your prayer request you want to pray for each other we want to pray for something Um it, we just we just we just cast it down at the foot of the cross yep. and we pray about it. so here's what I want you to do if you want to come this time a couple things that I, I want you to do. To think about it, because this is November, I want to what I'd like for you to do. When you come Tuesday night, I want you to bring something that you're thankful for, bring something that you just want to share. Hey, I'm thankful about this. Uh, just talk how, you know, God is maybe working in your life and then maybe bring a scripture with you that God has given to you over the last few weeks that God mm-hmm. is speaking to you in. And we're going to start that. We're going to start the evening out like that. And then we're going to pray together. So, awesome. So, OK, be good. Operation Christmas Child. Yes. Also this month in November. Also or this or month. That is November, November
0: 13th. the 13th. There'll be packing boxes. And so we're looking for um donations for that. You can pick up a list in the Welcome Center of items to donate for that. Acceptable. And those that are not acceptable because sometimes we get people, mm-hmm, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. drop things off. Mm-hmm. And, and they're good th- items, but we just can't put them in the boxes to ship overseas right. um, or wherever they're going. And so mm-hmm. if you would like to donate, pick up a list purchase some stuff bring that in here to the church. Um but the the kids in kids club on that day the 13th, right? 13th, yep. Um yep. Sunday the 13th, yep. second service kids club, they're going to be packing the boxes and if um they still need some help packing, the all the adults, families are welcome over there after service. Um you can go over help pack boxes help pray over boxes Mm -hmm. and that, that for me, the last couple of years as my kids are getting older has just been, um, very impactful for us, for us to pray over those boxes and to hear them pray for the kids that are going to receive the boxes. So, so
1: yesterday I walked over after they you know, they were already working on the boxes, putting them together, and right. a lot of work. I mean, the kids were helping out, and um, so there you know there was those little box phrase that let you know that they have to push out, and so they're laying on the floor. Right. And I walked in, and your son Christian was standing there, and I went, "What is all over the floor?" I was just messing with him. He <laughs> went, "That's called work." And I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, awesome." <laughs> He'll tell you like it is. Yeah. So, ladies, something else that's on the docket. Simply still, simply still. Yeah, Um and this is going to be um, an evening where you can just simply be still. I think we're just going to sit and look at each other. No, I'm teasing. I I'm, I'm just well, that, we aren't uh, because we're yes. not ladies. Um, basically, uh, it's um, they know how busy the holiday season can be, and you're getting in into this, so they're inviting you to, for an evening where you can just simply be still, reflect on the true true gift of Christmas. Dinner and childcare are provided uh, for this night, and that is Monday, November twenty eighth, five thirty to seven.
0: So there you go. There you go. Hey, teaser. Yes. That following Sunday. Yes. What is that? December the 5th? Think so. I think. Christmas night of worship. Put that on your calendars. You know what? <sighs> just hear those sleigh bells ringling, jing, ting, tingling too. Come on. Hopefully it will be lovely weather for a sleigh. Ride I hope it's 75 degrees. I hope. And not. balmy. Ugh. <laughs> you just
1: need to move to Florida or Texas. <laughs> Okay, here's another teaser. One more teaser since you did it. Right. All the way. Are you ready? All, all the, way. the way to December 24th of this year is our Christmas Eve service. Get it on your calendar. Yep. Three o'clock, five o'clock. And here's the other thing. Sunday morning is Christmas Sunday. One service at 10 30. Now here's the thing. They're all three identical. All three services are identical. You can pick to come to three. Five on saturday or you can come at ten thirty on sunday and whatever service you come to if you come to the three o'clock on saturday it's going to be identically the one that you're going to see ten thirty on sunday morning so yeah. all three services are identically the same we're going to call it christmas weekend and so you can choose if you want to come christmas eve if you're so busy you can't come christmas eve then definitely come and join us christmas morning ten thirty. give you time to get up early get the kids up and open presents and you know do whatever you have to do come to church you, you know what you can even come in your pajamas um on I can? This morning. You can. Awesome. You know what? If you do. Challenge accepted. You going to come in your Rudolph jammies? No. Oh, I know what you're coming in. Your Justin Bieber jammies. That's right. I knew it. They're Justin Bieber Christmas jammies. I, I knew it. Yeah. Are they onesies? Yep. I figured they were. That's right. <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. Dude, I wouldn't put anything past you when it comes to Justin Bieber. Yoga
0: pants and jose Altuve. Oh, i wouldn't put it come on <laughs> yeah we draw the line there he's a punk <laughs> see we got back into baseball we found our way <laughs> right. we found our way back to baseball game three so tonight like, don't forget I'm, about out, that. I'm out i'm <laughs> out well hey thank you um for joining us i know that this was a um you know a little heavier message maybe but um again you know i don't think it's said enough kudos to you i know you you poured into this message. You you prayed over this message. You've been working on it for what a month and a half, probably yeah, at least. Um, at least. Um, but just you know, biblically well done. Um, I know that that's draining um, when you you preach a message like that. And so you know, our prayer is just that you know God's truth will ring true, Amen. and um, His light will shine, and and maybe um, someone's heart will be able to. Um, change and, and continue to seek God's truth exactly. instead of what the world is pushing at them. So exactly. And, um, Hey, um, you know, when, um, you know, it's salmon
1: season, they swim upstream. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I always to right now as a Christian, I feel like I'm swimming upstream for sure. I feel like I'm literally swimming upstream. It's mm-hmm. not easy, It's not easy. And, um, but man, God, God has a way and when nobody else has a way. Mm -hmm. And and so I just encourage everybody who listens to this podcast today. And if you're still with us, um, man, just go God's way. Yeah. Just just glorify God. Go God's way. Go against yourself. Go against your feelings, go against your emotions, go against what you think it's It's all about, and just go God's way. And I promise you, if you let it go, you will have a weight lifted off of you. You will feel so free. You have no idea what hit you,
0: but it will be the Spirit of God working in your life. And the truth there is you may not ever see a reward on this earth, but your reward will be in heaven. Exactly. And that's what we have to look forward to, that this life is just like that, but one day we will spend eternity somewhere. You got that right, and we want you know that's that's my prayer is that we we spend it with God in heaven because the alternative hell is real and it's not going to be good. No, it's not. Gonna just be saying, right. just I know that was very deep. You caught yeah. me on that too, and um thank you for joining us on Grounded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do hope you have a great week. Enjoy this balmy weather. Craig I know at, at least the good thing is I don't have to hear you complain so that's true and um you know what let's go uh let's go to 80 degrees this week and go Astros okay go Phillies mm. bye everybody bye